And let's go to AccuWeather World Headquarters, meteorologist Dean DeVore. I know tonight's Steelers game, weather-wise, promises to be a lot quieter than it was on Sunday. Absolutely, yes. I don't think you're going to have to make any announcements to clear the stadium. Uh, You'll have an easy day, and and the crowd, honestly, will have an easy time in the stands for a Thursday night here on the 7th of December. I think temperatures will be slowly falling through the low 40s into the upper 30s. Not much wind and dry conditions, so that's pretty good. Now, out the door this morning, there's been some flurries and snow showers. I'll tell you what, if you're heading east on 22 up into the mountains, be careful. There's some heavier snow showers we're going to getting a dusting around here in State College and back to Altoona in those areas, seeing some areas. So if you're in that direction on travel here this morning, just a little caution. Uh, the rest of the day, brisk and chilly, high getting up to 46, slowly falling from the low 40s into the upper 30s, and then holding there tonight, mainly clear, the lowest temperature about 36. And you teased it, Larry, the warm-up. It's coming, 58 tomorrow, and you're 60 with clouds wow. on Saturday. Yeah, and then this nasty front's going to come through Sunday, windy and rainy temperatures will start in the low 50s and then drop into the low 40s and then crash even more Sunday night. Damaging wind gusts, 30, 40, 50 miles per hour and some heavy rain for a time over to some snow showers then Sunday night and then colder Monday with some flurries and snow showers. The high just 35 real fields in the 20s. What a roller coaster ride, guys. It has been. And then we've seen those huge snowfalls in New England earlier in the week was part of what that storm system ripped through here on Sunday where we got rare thunderstorms and lightning in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, this this area of uh, it's, it's not really an area of low pressure. It's a front that's going to come through after we get up into the upper 50s and near 60 tomorrow and Saturday. And then the wind ahead of that is going to be ripping. Um, there's a a low-level jet that is going to be mixing down, I think, winds here in western Pennsylvania, probably 50, 55 miles per hour. We could have... Wow. It's luckily that Sunday there's not a Steelers game because I do think that it may not necessarily be for lightning, but there could be damaging enough wind gusts that they may have to throw out uh, severe thunderstorm warnings wow. on Sunday here because of that front coming through. You know that time when you look at the radar and you see a bit, an area of rain and then in the middle of it, it's that skinny line of really heavy and that's where the heaviest winds are. That's kind of what I'm seeing on Sunday. So that's will then precipitate the temperature drop and then it's much colder and windy again. Not terribly cold, but cold enough here behind this system Sunday night into Monday. Hey, man, do you see any uh, snow of substance in the next several weeks? I do not. Um, and and uh, that's uh, obviously concerning to ski resorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty good news, I think, for folks that have plans in traveling. Um, I'm counting the days to Puerto Rico here, eight days and counting uh, until we fly down there and spend some time with the family and then go from there. But, um, yeah, nothing big right now, Marty, here in the next uh, next week or so. And what about as we approach? Christmas, anything? Yeah, I haven't looked that okay. far. Um, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I hear you're solo tomorrow. Maybe you could have me on if we uh, can talk to Bob. I'm actually Let's talking to Paul. not go there, man. Okay. Larry I'm does not... this because he's jealous of you, and now he feels bad, so he has you on every day. <laughs> well, I'm having I'm having Paul Pasolak, our chief long-range forecaster, on our my talk show here today that Whoa. I'm taping, so I can talk to him about Pittsburgh, and we can report tomorrow. So how do we see this TV show? It's It will be starting to air in February, so what we're doing is we're kind of, uh, kind of ramping up Whoa. with a bunch of episodes. It's called Ask the Experts. Nice. 
and we're you know ramping up with what we call ever, uh, you know evergreen episodes, the ones that don't have as big a shelf life. And then once we get into February, we'll start doing things that are more timely, topical. But you know now we're doing things like how does AccuWeather do long range forecasting? How does uh, yesterday we did one on forensic meteorology? Your old friend Dr. Joe Sobel, my old friend, you know used to uh, be like uh, NCIS and and um, and uh, CSI, you know, go and and recreate weather events uh, at court cases pretty cool stuff so hey we so about that yesterday so larry got, asked me about yeah. this and he wanted me to ask you marijuana is now legal in ohio yeah and he wants us to go on a road trip and just get stoned out of our minds together is it so is it is it medical or is it full oh no it's uh, partay marijuana so, bro. so it's recreational or adult use is it's the other go to the buffet and eat the buffet marijuana bro well i mean why is in pennsylvania it's all around the state now um Hey, Let's man, it's a road it. trip the, the for medic, us. Me, you, and Larry in a bong for three days, bro. I don't mind that. Bam. Are you, are, are, who's paying? Are Larry. you buying? I mean, you got all the money, Griffin. I, I am so, wealthy like, and know. famous, and I'm are a hot a, wife. Are you an indica or a sativa guy? Just, I'm just curious. Why would you put a thief into your mouth to steal your brains? <laughs> <laughs> I got to run to New York. Okay, where they goodbye. may be able to answer that question. It's, Larry, legal. <laughs> it's legal there, too. Apparently. Larry won't give yeah. me your phone number. That's why I never have you on when I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. There you go. On, well, s- well, Sam has my phone number, there, so there. you can, Thank you, you can bribe her. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. You, you have a two, good morning. You two have a wonderful whatever it is you're going to do. <laughs> whatever we do Thank tomorrow. Thank you. Go Love to New all. York. Tell to them soon. wins we said a lower. I will. All right. They'll Road say trip. Hi back. <laughs> May Road, you, you, Dane, you just get stoned out of our minds. Boston, and... too. Massachusetts, we can go. New Jersey. Yes. Dean DeVore. Thank Bye. you. There he went. From Macula World Headquarters. You, you know what? <laughs> this It starts today. What? In Ohio. Yeah, but it's not going to be in the marketplace for like a year. Too, yeah, they, said, they said maybe after summer next fall. Around. This is- but if you went over there now. We could score some. Me and you, man. Come on, dude. What? <laughs> With no. your pleated sweatshirt. <laughs> that has I'm an undercover cop written all over it. Hey, here's our... Here's our hero, Pat Septek. Whoa. His accordion is in. We're going to have the Steeler fight song live at some point. Pat. Hey, Pat. Pat, hello. Are you ready there, Chief? What What time you – how much lead time do you need? Yeah. It's in your well, car. Well, go get huh? it. Why wouldn't you bring it well, in? Well, look out. Look. He's angry. He's now. got attitude well, now. We gave him know, a little attention. This happened to Barry Manilow when he, he has got a famous. one fan fan club. That what's that lady's name? Daphne. Yeah, Daphne Turner. And now he's got rock. attitude. It's in my car. All right, ain't gonna play in your car, there, Chief. Suffice to say, <laughs> it's gonna be dry tonight. Amen. Harris is in. Tied in. Washington rearranges, and Trubisky will go to the air to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Crab Johnson got it. Tonight, the Steelers host the New England Patriots, and we have a special treat for you, <laughs> especially for Daphne up in Slippery Daphne. Rock, who's a huge fan of our news editor. Well, so am I. Pat Septak. Patrick, uh, thank you for bringing your Roland, Roland accordion in. Kazoo. Harmonica, yes. Thank you. Uh, how often do you practice? Uh, well, it depends. Um, so not much is what you're saying. <laughs> you hear that, Larry? 
Play your little song, please. No. Come on, man. Gosh. Tired of talking so we, to him. I mean, and we do appreciate you making the effort to bring this apparatus because Paul informed us it's 50 pounds. That is correct. Wah. And so this yeah. is basically. Get a kazoo, man. Just put it in your pocket and go. Yeah, this yeah, is basically yeah. your workout for the day. That's right. That's it looks right. windy. Well, I'm glad Look. you understand that. All right. Uh, so I don't. one of the most, <laughs> I would say, I'm guessing, uh -huh. in terms of requests. The most requested song. This. This. Without a doubt. Right H here. Hands down. All right. Let him have it. All right. Here we go. Charge! That's actually really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I, Hell yeah. I'll tell you what. We had a big comedy show, and, and that was how we capped the show last year. Yes. Down at the Oaks Theater. People, so much fun. People went crazy. Well, yeah. I would say crazy. I mean, half of them were asleep. You weren't there. Like a damn nursing You home. weren't there. You were yeah, a no-show. Half of them were ambulatory. As yeah. Marty faked like he had a cold and couldn't come. <laughs> we had to Zoom call or FaceTime him in. So. Uh. Well, all right, we need we need a prediction on the score from you. We're getting all the staff. Oh, okay, one. okay. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty three twenty. Oh come on, Steelers. That's just stupid. Twenty three twenty Steelers. Into the break. <laughs> I got yeah. All right. What what do you got? For your B'mitzvah <laughs> Christmas party or whatever celebration you got, Daphne and Slippery Rock, baby, I get it. That's why you love Pat. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Yelza. Yelza. And Dean DeVore referring to some of that snow activity is well off to the east of the city. It's coming down off the Great Lakes. So anywhere you're headed toward New England, you may encounter some of that. But uh, we're good to go. 
here in Pittsburgh. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. We wake up to another shooting on a college campus, this one at UNLV, as Paul Rasmussen detailed. And apparently the perpetrator, a 67-year-old former college professor from the South who apparently was denied a job at UNLV, and he went there exacting revenge. Paul, and you have a personal connection. Yes. uh, I was shocked last night to find out that a daughter of of a friend of many decades was in the building where the shooting took place in Las Vegas. Um, I know Taylor well. Um, I've known her since she was a little baby. I went to her parents' uh, wedding uh, some 25 years ago. And so to know that uh, that this is what was going on, and the thing that uh, shakes me up is is that uh, her mother, Melanie, was, you know, pleading with people on social media to pray for her daughter. Yeah. Pretty hard to get to sleep last night. I would imagine so. And with more details, CBS's Donya Backus in Las Vegas. Law enforcement continues to surround UNLV's campus, trying to piece together a motive as this college community grapples with what happened here. In a scene that's become all too familiar in the U.S., SWAT teams moved in to confront an active shooter at a Las Vegas campus Wednesday afternoon. Students, with their hands raised, were ushered to safety after police say the gunman killed several people, opening fire in the student union and the business school building. Police say he died in a shootout with two university detectives outside. And if it hadn't been for the heroic actions of one of those police officers who responded, It could have been countless additional lives taken. A law enforcement official tells the Associated Press the gunman was a professor who tried unsuccessfully to get a job at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Miles Thomas is a UNLV instructor who sheltered in place with his students as shots rang out. Um, We're sitting there quietly and I heard three gunshots. Pop, pop, pop. And I was like, oh my God. There was a second when, you know, I thought that was going to, I thought that was it. The UNLV campus is about two miles from the Las Vegas Strip and specifically the Mandalay Bay Resort, which is the site of the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. Many UNLV students describe the panic they felt knowing an active shooter was nearby. We had to close the door and barricade all the tables up, about six tables up. I'm still scared out of my mind right now. I was just trying to keep alert. And, and trying to comfort students. You know, there was a lot of students that were crying. Police have not yet identified the gunmen, the victims. Flags on campus are flying at half staff, and classes will be canceled for the rest of the week. CBS is Donya Bankus in Las Vegas. Hey, a couple things about um, law enforcement. So I've been a police reporter, in essence, for, I'd say, 30 years. In Texas, uh, Los Angeles, and and here, I, I've known thousands of cops, and just for historical reference. So when I started out, Larry, here's what happens: call like this comes in. SWAT teams, cops, all go to the scene and they wait for something to evolve. Guy to come out, guy to surrender. I have been on standoffs at shootings like this for nine hours, ten hours. Not no more. And I've seen this. We saw this actually here at Western Psych where pit police, highly trained, went into that building and took out the gunman. It's amazing. It's insanely amazing. It's so damn courageous. These men and women 
that don't know these folks, they put on their guns and their vests and they charge in. Highly trained, highly engaged, highly aggressive, willing to die to, to, to bring these things to an end. We cannot dismiss that, that cops these days, men and women, they don't mess around, brother. And, and all the local departments, Larry, are trained like this, man. Very, very aggressive. And it's a wonder that they do this for a living, all the crap that they take. And they took out this gunman and ended this ridiculous, horrible situation. And as they said, the sheriff could have been much worse had they not gone. And somebody, I don't know where you mustered the bravery to do that, but appreciate the men and women who serve in blue for that reason. So I'm watching the coverage on CNN, and, and this is what sickens me. So we're at an all-time record for mass shootings, and these morons are debating the gun nuts. They're debating what actually a mass shooting is. I am not kidding you, Larry. The definition. Yeah. Should it be four dead? Should it be 44 shot? If there's 50 people shot and there aren't four people dead, it doesn't count as a mass shooting. What the hell are we doing, man? What's happened to us? And you know why Raz, is he, can you hear us? The thing about my life is, Raz, I've seen so many of these and I've seen so much, so much death that I'm sensitive to all of them in the hysteria in America. But what he expressed, and I don't want to speak for you, but you got very emotional there, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Why? Well, this is someone I love. Right. These people are like family to me. I'm Uncle Paul. Right. And, and you know why that's so poignant? Because no one gives a crap until it happens to someone they love. Because I don't want to speak for you again, but you're envisioning this poor girl scared to death, right? Under her bed, maybe in a dorm room, and her mom thinking her daughter could be dead, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and her father's panicked and her sister's, you know, terrified and all the people who know him and love him are worried and it's awful. I think what has happened to many people is they've become so commonplace. Right on, these brother. stories that unless you have a personal... Right. You, you know when it's the, the second wave affects you is when they start showing the victims and you yeah. start learning their backstories and there are these innocent people and, you know, they just went to school that day. And for the professor, this was his way of working out his problems. I was at a mass shooting at the um, post office when I was really a young reporter um, in Oklahoma. And when they started bringing the bodies out, I was a young man, Larry. I was probably 22 years old. It's never, and, and to make me the example of the horror you see, I swear I have been at the scene of more than 20 mass shootings in my career. And I mean, uh, Oklahoma City, uh, the bombing at the Murrow Building. I mean, uh, Waco. I was there the entire time. I mean, mass shooting, two of them in Oklahoma, post offices. Um, the Lubies in Texas where a guy killed 26 people. And when you live this stuff as a journalist, you have to find some way to shut down. Right, Larry? Yeah. Or you end up well berserk. Like our first responders have to do. Right on, brother. Right on. Because, by the way, what he said is so significant. Because what they see, brother, are roomfuls of bodies and blood, to, to be graphic. And I apologize if that upsets people. 
But at the end of the day, Americans, what Larry said is so significant, they don't even look up from their Wheaties anymore, from their, from their pizza, because it's so damn common. And what they end up doing as a reaction is buying a damn gun. And by the way, who wouldn't? Because everybody's afraid now. This is the Big K Morning Show. Download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, anytime. Take us with you where you go. Get breaking news and information at your fingertips. It really opens up a whole audio world. And an invitation next Wednesday, December 13th, our Odyssey Pittsburgh stations, which includes, obviously, us, and then 93.7 The Fan, 107 Star, Whammo, Y108, we are gathering with our team and some celebrities at Mike's Beer Bar. What celebrities? Pansy. Come on, man. What's a celebrity in this town? Christmas karaoke Come on the on, North man. Shore. Come on. Wednesday night. Come on. Name a celebrity. Supporting I'm Light calling of Light BS Rescue. on this one. He just keeps talking. Name a celebrity there, Big Shot. In this town. That guy from Mr. Rogers. What's his name? Mr. McFeely. What is his name? Mr. McFeely. Yeah. I don't think he's coming to no. sing karaoke. <laughs> He's welcome. Yeah. Uh, get details in well, who, radio.com. I don't know. I don't know. They're bringing celebrities. Well, find out. All right, I'm not I'll, buying what you're Amy. selling. Amy's the head of all. I hear Mary Hours. I guess that's as Oh, good. that's right. Yeah. She's a hell of a good singer. KDK TV meteorologist Mary Hours, who's done national anthem for the Pirates. Why haven't you? Because you got the pipes. No, I'm not singing in front of that crowd. That would uh, scare me. I can't sing for squat. Back in the day before my cancer, I know I owe in sympathy from this, I used to be able to sing just like Luther Vandross. Eh, not no more. I you, just, you could sing like Luther Vandross. I could, yeah. I was soulful. Any other celebrities? You don't have any idea, do you? No. Uh, no. I, I don't know who the celebrities are. They didn't give me the list. I'll ask Amy. No, when you go somewhere, you consider it a celebrity because that's a low bar, man. When they call me and ask me to be a celebrity anything, I say, I'm not a celebrity. Here's a little Luther for you. I can't sing it anymore. It's called Never Too Much. Bad. Karaoke, Christmas karaoke. Are you singing? Mike's Beer Bar, yeah. What are you going to sing? I'm going to sing the old Burl Ives, Have a Holly Jolly oh, Christmas. Nice. You got the pipes. Sing it right now. And then maybe, uh, Sam, you want to do a duet? I think we should do it. Are you a singer? No. She, she can sing. No, I can't. Trust me. What do you mean? No, she can, for real. The woman here named Gwyn. Gwyn. Gwyneth. You, Gwyneth or what Gwen. is it? Gwyneth. Gwyneth. She has a... <laughs> he called her Gwen. She went off. She snapped. She's, she My sings. My name is... Gwyn. Yeah. Is it G-W-I-N-N? She, she's got, like... Pipes. She yeah. can sing. Gwyn Gold. She sings opera. That's her stage but name. But sing us a couple of bars of your little ditty. Come on, man. You got the pipe. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Yes. The Burl Lives version. Come on, man. No. Jeez. I'll save it. Man, it came to a screeching halt. Next Wednesday, Mike's Beer Bar. Be there for the Christmas By the way, it's a cool place. Cool joint.